Morning, and welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen Hauschild. I'm Jack Sick Russo. I'm going to try and not cough into the mic. And I'm Adam Selby. I liked that Jack Sick. That was actually pretty funny. Nice. I've been thinking about that like since yesterday. Like, how am I going to write it off that I sound like congested? I have to say something, and that's it. You guys, stay away. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourself, just however you would I'm like. I'm Johnny. I'm the drummer. I'm Trenton. I play synths. I'm Katrina. I'm the vocalist. I'm Andrew. I play guitar. I'm Mike. I play bass. <laughs> and we are Tomcat. I pretended I was you for a second. Oh, baby. Yeah. Keep it up. Let me hear it. Let me hear the rest. I, I sounded like you suggested you, though. Do you speak well, you the know, language? You catch me before 10 a.m.? I see you. That's why I come up with that morning breath. That morning twang. Should like like count the idioms in like one standard Mike Lizeki phrase, like I you know. Mean count the blessings and the truths. That <laughs> Two, three. Uh, okay. <laughs> Talk about idioms. I'll tell you about some idioms. You're an idiom. I like that one. Calling me an idiom. Yo, it's not a diss. I'm calling me an idiom. Mm. I sounded exactly like him when we did this the first time. <laughs> I just blew up the whole illusion. You I'm, guys are I'm Tom just trying Cap. to recreate you. That's we all. are Tom Cap. <laughs> does life imitate art or does art imitate life? Ah, the I eternal mean, Do question. we need to put constraints upon it? Does there need to be? Let's not live in that box, baby. Let's live outside the lines. <laughs> Who invited Mike? <laughs> so The Lord did, okay? He invited me down onto this planet. I can't handle this. It was better when he wasn't here. <laughs> we were having a nice uh, little it's conversation. Um, welcome. <laughs> there it is. So we got uh, Denton, Denton locals shit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Denton, what I like to call indie pop uh, act, but you guys have what I think is the funniest, best uh, self description of intelligent pop, I believe you called yourself. <laughs> it's like on your did? band camp or something. Yeah, no, no. no here it did? is. Intelligent electronic rock. That's terrible. I don't. I didn't write that. Everyone's so looking terrible. at me. Who wrote that? I, I think I stole it from some like a, a blog that I had like it. talked uh, about us. I think that's J.R. Bird's descriptor of his music. Actually, <laughs> I think that's like we all rip each other off. All like the musicians. Call, it's like smart pop or something. I think smart, if you go on J.R. Bird's page. I also like to call us groove pop. There, well, there was a lot of description, you know, there was like the old, you know, like eight, you know, genres that you guys like and all that stuff. But that was my favorite part because it's the first thing it says is intelligent electronic rock. Is that one of those things that you just put on there like as soon as you started the band and completely forgot to change your bio or anything? <laughs> Probably. I don't remember putting that on there. It sounds a little pretentious, but I'm also okay with that. So, yeah. And, you know what? In, I mentioned J.R. Bird and it actually works with his music. Like smart pop for his stuff, I think yeah. it works. I don't know about the Tomcat. He just opened a Topo Chico and it's exploding. <laughs> just like the love you guys are you guys are in a band. Yeah, welcome We're in a band. We are. <laughs> Who's this about? Is this about the band or Mike or? <laughs> we can just go ahead and talk about that. <laughs> uh. So, 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 so you guys have, uh, you guys are about to release an album. It's called Icarus. We are. And you, yes. Are you guys excited about that? We're pretty excited. Yeah. We're very ready for it to just be out in the world. It's you guys, you guys recorded it a while ago, didn't you? We did. Um, 
we actually tracked it in July of 2016. So yeah, because your first EP came out in like 2015, right? And this mm-hmm. one's coming out in 2017. Yeah. So it's been a long time. And a lot of the songs that are on this album are actually from when we first started performing. Because um, when we originally released the EP, we just only had enough money to release three songs. So these are recorded almost a year and a half ago, but much older than that still. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that the songs like grew a ton, like from because you said these, like since you, since you since you started playing them in the beginning, and some of those are on this record. I'm sure they grew so much over that time. I mean, every time I see you guys, it's something. I noticed something different about the performance or something new. So even even in the songs I've already seen. So I think that, I'm sure that was really exciting to just have those songs grow as you recorded them or before you recorded them. Yeah, I think a lot of the growth happens in the studio as well. So it wasn't really until we got into the studio that we were able to take it to a different place. But we do have some YouTube videos up of songs that are now on the record that are much older recordings and I'm not sure if we should leave those up or not because now the song is I was going to say you have that Harvest House uh, forgive me I forgot the name of the song Um, fuck what is it the Breakaway Cut the Ties Ties Ties. there we go that one and um, yeah and so that has a cool like little bass part in it and I don't know when you guys recorded that but whenever the first time I saw you guys live was after that recording and how Mike does this little like he'll hold out one of the bass chords or whatever it is and then I'll add on this little note with a tap and he didn't do that in the live video and I was like whenever I went back and listened to that I was like oh shit man that's so subtle but it it, it definitely makes like the whole song just like a little more better it's awesome I'm about that subtlety (laughs) (laughs) well I mean for me like I think that um, I don't ever want to play a song exactly the same way you know I think a lot of us in this band are coming from a little bit of a you know musical tradition like jazz you know some of us are based in improvisational style and it's important to just keep yourself interested i think like first and foremost in any kind of a music setting you know and this, however that happens this is actually new news to me trent you're out <laughs> Shit. Is, the pop is, band trenton get, well that's that's get it together that's a super cool thing that you guys are like a, a pop band but that has this like crazy cool jazz background um but it, it makes sense that things aren't different every time because all of you have amazing tools in front of you when you guys perform live i mean johnny you have like an amazing drum set plus like the little pad and all that stuff i mean like I'm sure you guys can come up with like completely different sounds every single time because you have so many amazing tools and amazing brains. I mean, it also sounds really stressful to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like having a lot of things in front of me. I'm, uh, I'm I, with you. Yeah. <laughs> I sing <laughs> everything exactly the same way the in- every time because I get so terrified when I'm up there. The, I think the biggest thing that changes is these two with their pedal boards since those are always changing. It's like every rehearsal, they're like, I added this 18th sound to this I think like song. improvising with vocals is just crazy like scary no matter what like people expect it from a guitar bassist or anybody really but as soon as a vocalist does something different or like god forbid scats on stage it's just like (laughs) people have to be ready for it which they never are (laughs) no i mean you'll throw some stuff in the drum parts like solidify over time i guess they start more improvisational and then as we play them more and more i'll kind of settle in to parts and so the first time we play a song, I don't quite know what the drum part is. Versus, like, if we've been playing it for six months, I get to a point where I know exactly what is supposed to happen where. 
but it sort of just settles over time. So it might actually be opposite, maybe, of what you're talking about. For me, <laughs> I'm improvising less and less as we play the songs, but I'm kind of letting them naturally kind of drop into where they need to be. Well, so this brings up an interesting thought of, okay, so you did talk about you guys wrote this, you know, at the beginning of y'all's, you know, inception, and then, you know, now it's, what, like two, three years after that, and... Now they're recorded. Do you think they'll change at all now, or do you think they're kind of in stone of what they are? I know that you know some of you like to change your parts, but the songs themselves, like, do you think that they're kind of just set in stone the way they are? Well, I lo- hope so. A lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things changed actually during the mixing process. So mm-hmm. we we got mixes back and Matt Pence, uh, where was the studio? Echo Lab. Echo Lab, like mixed <clears> it and. Like, he has an awesome ear and just kind of changed some stuff. So it's funny we got them back after he, playing he for so sprinkles. long. And now we're kind of relearning some some things about them, you know, <laughs> yeah. which which is a cool thing. But Just parallel, just like me and Andrew, we're relearning some things about each other. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> back to the music. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think they'll keep changing. I keep, I think the songs will keep changing. So you guys brought up that um, you guys have kind of like an improvisation. Yeah, I can't say that word. Improvisational. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. You got so it. get that diction down. And I assume that I don't know everyone's background, but I know some of you went to school over at UNT. Did all of you guys go to school for music or? Yes, but we. Four went to school at the same time, actually, and and got our degrees in jazz. Andrew got his degree in classical. I don't think we need to put up these divides. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) We're out here just learning music. So I've noticed that, uh, I mean, there's kind of a close-knit community just in Denton in general with music, but I've noticed, like, whether it be the jazz community or just kind of the scholarly community i guess i would call it of the musicians where you know you see a lot of the same people playing together you know it just i'm wondering how that comes into play just you know as a band do you guys have people like you know i connor kent doesn't live here anymore does he Mm -hmm. well did you guys you know have people like that come in you know people that you know aren't necessarily in the band just kind of join and be kind of part of the process or you know i know that some of you guys play with other groups and you know what that kind of influences at a as a singular band when there's this kind of like group of however many however many people you know mm-hmm. kind of collaborating on multiple groups um all of us play with different groups some of us play with every group yeah johnny <laughs> <laughs> looking at mike over there every, but uh this this band certainly has been um, not really influenced by other groups. So we um, all are friends of in, within that community, and we all love playing in other projects with those people. But this band has all always just been uh, these core members writing and and collaborating. I mean, obviously, we you know talk to our friends, you know, and like bounce i you know bounce not ideas for input, but just hey, how did you like our new record? That kind of thing, right. you know, like. Um, I think but, it's a little presumptuous that Trent's assuming that we have friends. Well, that's we already. <laughs> <laughs> you you at least you know hang out with the bands. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Keep going. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think you know any any band needs uh, sort of a system of like uh validating 
you know what they do i mean it's great to have a musical community of friends um that you know with with people with opinions that you can trust with um you know musical knowledge and stuff that you you want to hear um valid valid opinions so yeah this community is a really really interesting one because it's like so fucking diverse i mean just like i mean and you, and you can and you know where like you, there's the spots where like you know certain parts of the music community are hanging out and stuff like that but i mean like in the end every single scene for the most part is supportive of every single other scene and like mm-hmm. even if they don't go to all the shows or whatever they're still like listening to the albums like i mean just looking at like certain just looking at like the, like the denton like facebook stuff and all the all my friends on there they're posting stuff from about like every single band when they release stuff so it's it's a really interesting community in that there's there's so much support and there's so much other stuff but also uh there's not there, there is it's weird because like you would think that being friends with all these people you'd be like hey man what do you think about like if i played like this on this song like what do you think about that but no i'm not gonna ask anybody that fucking question <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like go to any of my drummer friends and be like and play like a song i just record and be like what do you think like should i change it like no i'm terrified of that question but it, but it's super cool that everybody is supportive regardless like if i did do that it would it would be fine because everyone is super supportive and right. like i mean in in a scene like this it, you guys you guys don't play a lot but when you guys do play everyone's like fuck yes that's what <laughs> that's i want to see want. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you guys do a good job of that and that's really really cool and it's funny you brought up connor that was actually one of the people that i would like specifically do that with with actually with this band a couple of times too really send him some on or just be in the car with him and show him some unmixed raw fat files and be like hey what do you think yeah well what love needs to be <laughs> sprinkled on top of this <laughs> It's 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 fun to do it's fun to do that sort of thing where like you can show them like a like a whole thing and be like what do you think of like this th- this is a whole but I find it so terrifying to ever be like how could I improve on this particular part of this song yeah. so that's just an odd that's that feels like a, that that's just a scary question well I think I think the thing is as well that like you. Everyone will have something they want to change. I could have something I want to change about a drum part. And I don't even play drums. So <laughs> you can't really open up that door, I think, really in, in any community. There, there's no way really that you could open up that door unless it is like your producer. And even then, right. take his or her opinions with a grain of salt. I, I typically don't actually really ask people's opinions on my vocals, and I just hope that they're good. <laughs> yeah. And part of that is a little bit of just sort of um, like... It's, it's just nerve-wracking and it's scary and I just know people are going to have opinions and I don't know if I'm strong enough for that. So I'm like, I'm going to like this. I have are decided. Are strong <laughs> enough? You mentioned, uh, you mentioned that we don't play out a ton and that when we do, you know, people kind of make a point to come out and check it out. And that's just something that we decided that we were going to do. We sort of discuss, and we still discuss when we want to play and, and how much playing we want to do over a period of time. Mm-hmm. So we've got stuff coming up after the record releases and then we've, we've discussed kind of like a period after that when we won't do as much stuff so it's so it's certainly a thing that we think about mm-hmm. like we've intentionally decided we don't want to overexpose and be playing somewhere every weekend yeah around town because we don't want it to turn into a thing where somebody's like oh we should go check out that tomcat set tonight they're playing at 10 and then you go eh 
we'll just catch them next week. They're always playing. We don't want it to be a thing like that. We want it, people to say, oh, we better catch them tonight because I don't know when they're going to play again. It's going to be another month or six weeks mm-hmm. before yeah. you see them. So we'll, we'll do a thing in Denton, and then we'll do a thing in Dallas, and then we'll kind of just chill for a while rather than just take every opportunity to play because it can easily turn into a thing where people are like, ma, those guys are playing everywhere. And I'm guilty of that. There's bands that are really good that play a lot, and I don't see them as frequently as I might if they played less often. Right. Because I'm just right. I have this this awareness that I can always just go catch them another time. They're always yeah. playing. And also for anyone who's listening out there who's not from the Dallas Fort Worth area, um, this area is like rife with cover bands. So you have two scenes. You have an original music scene. And you have a cover band scene. So we are all playing almost every day with other projects. But we don't want this to turn into the situation where like it's basically a cover band like we're just a party band and we play every weekend because there are there are bands that do that um and especially that starts to lean into like party band territory does that make sense i don't know Mm -hmm. everyone and and so for an original project we want people to come out and listen to the music and dance and sing along and and have a party but it's we're not we're, we're here because of like the music we've written not just because it's a gig yeah i definitely see it both ways where it's like you know you want to create a demand for this thing that you work super hard on because even if you are playing every week or every day you work super hard on mm-hmm. you know whether it's original music or whatever i mean you practice your instrument and you're doing all that so i get that i also see it as like you know playing as much shows as you can just kind of you know you may pick up like five new people and you know let's say you know there's 40 people or like 100 people at your like show that you play once a month and you pick up like a certain amount every week i think they can all add up in different ways i think it's like different for every band and it i think it's really hard to say what works for everyone right the fan base is different it does and we do pick up a handful like at shows we'll play a show in a small room that's maybe not really well attended but you'll get like you said maybe a half dozen people yeah that are real into the music so we'll kind of do more I guess like flurries of activity where we'll play, you know, for a period, yeah. just a group of shows, and then we'll decide, okay, and then we're gonna just chill for a couple months. Because there's always a, and also with like large crowds can be deceiving because you can play, you know, a, a massive like, you know, a free gig at like Harvest House or wherever it be, and you know, maybe there's two or three hundred people there, but then you know, maybe only two of them buy merch, so then you really right. kind of have this like misguided view of like, oh, which ones, you know who actually listen to us who's gonna like us on facebook because if you don't buy merch you know that that's okay not everyone can do that but you know you can still likes are free and just following you know what people are up to going to shows you know it's really hard to tell you know what's what when it comes down to like being successful and picking your shows and stuff like that and i'm not trying to be negative on everyone's outlook i'm just oh no no you're right it's easy to have like several hundred people and not know out of that two or three hundred people, how many came to check you out and how many would have been there no matter who was playing yeah, or if also, there was no music. And also how many people were there just like, maybe they, maybe they enjoyed the music but they were also like just chatting away the right, entire time. Right. right. Oh, yeah. we get a lot of those. They'll come up and they're like, what's your band name? And you're like, um, it's Tomcat. That's with a K. They're like, Tomcat, I'll check it out. And then they never do. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know how to spell it. Like, we get a lot of that. And yeah. Whatever. Whatever. So. <laughs> it's the bar scene, I guess. Yeah, uh, I guess let's take it back to the beginning of the band and when you were about to, you know, release that first EP. Originally, it was just four of you, correct? And then you yes. added synths later. Um, 
what what's different now having because you guys have synths in your other songs right that that like first ep or am i wrong there it's actually mostly pedals from them well shit yeah you guys there, made me look down that's embarrassing there <laughs> might be well that's that's you know actually that makes a really good point so I think when I first thought, like, I want to do this band and I want it to have this electronic element, what I heard was synths. But mm-hmm. I didn't have a synth player. There might be... What she had was a bass player and a guitar player that, that had like got 85 very, very lost down the rabbit hole of effects pedals. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. And so um, they did a really good job of, like, trying to fulfill that need, but I think it became hard having to layer, like... I mean, sometimes you guys are looping, like, five layers. Am I wrong? It's like a five layer burrito out here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I see five it. layer burrito that is just like. Ambiance. Yeah. Looping is scary so, to me. Um, there may have yeah. been a couple parts where we added MIDI something maybe on the EP, but not not at all. I think, no, I don't think that was all just me and Andrew. Yeah. Andrew and I. I think there's a big difference between. <laughs> Andrew and me is that Andrew and me would be correct there. Andrew, Andrew and I. They corrected themselves. Andrew I didn't even have to. That's my thing, guys. I know, I know when I'm leading myself astray. I think that's a big difference between the sound of the full-length record we're about to put out and then and the EP was yeah. Trenton just joined. Trenton! I was going to uh-huh. say, that's super interesting, you know, being a, an electronic band and not really having any keys. Not that you can't be electronic without keys, but that's kind of like whenever you think of that, right. that's that exactly what sound. people think about. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, welcome to the band, man. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Yeah, Trenton has added a lot, and we're really happy to have him. Yeah, honestly, so I started, yeah, I, I uh, kind of, for me, getting into Sense was kind of like them getting into um, effects, you know, down that rabbit hole of effects pedals. So this has been a really good opportunity for me to sort of blossom into a synthesizing. I do want to mention also that Trenton has an absolutely gorgeous voice, and he was actually a voice major when we were in college, so... He is, is also talented at keys and plays some guitar as well, but it's it was interesting. I was like, do you want to be in my band? Not as a backup singer. Like, <laughs> not singing any songs. Please play keys. And it's he was crazy. like, He sounds yes. exactly like Lemmy from Motorhead. Like, right on. It's beautiful. It's, it's really Lemmy it, dies. Amazing. This ghost just went straight into your right. vocal cords. I'm pretty sure that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he's, he's multi-talented, but we're only using he's his He's actually his known assets. to bring all of us to oh. tears on a pretty regular basis during rehearsals. Yeah, right. you know, you just got to have that cathartic experience every once in a while. That's what I strive for. You get about an hour in, and really then he comes in and just hits me with a pitch, and then I just don't know how to handle it. Just myself. one pitch. That's go. my trick. Well, uh, Andrew and Hagen, y'all want to talk shit on uh, men's chorus again? No, we did that already. Oh, men's chorus. <laughs> men's chorus sucks. <laughs> for the record yeah men, men's, men, men's course did like suck it. i don't think we mentioned suck. this but uh andrew is our first return guest uh welcome back Ta-da. andrew uh, you're really important to our success. Welcome to our 20th episode. <gasps> 20th! Yeah, thank hey, you. Congrats. We are almost legal and are able to drink. <laughs> Is the 21st episode right just going to be like hammered? <laughs> because it's noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there Montucky still in the fridge? I think there's like. I think, I think there's like two Montuckys in my fridge. So. We I could all take him. a shot of Montucky. <laughs> Man, look at that bear. I didn't even realize there was a bear behind us. My goodness. <laughs> That's a cat. Just That's out my here cat. Traversing. That is a cat. 
It's pretty huh? fluffy. It's he has a point. Cat. It's a bear-like cat. I mean, for sure. That is no cat. We could agree to we're splitting hairs right now. Agree no. to disagree. Don't tell him the difference between cats and bears. <laughs> oh, does he? Does Wait, he? A, that's how we no, keep him playing. No, there's no difference. No, the <laughs> They're the same thing. <laughs> no, that's a bear. How much else of this relationship is a lie, Andrew? <laughs> so, uh, you guys had m- music in a movie. How was that? We did. It was off your first EP, am I correct? Yes. Yeah. So we have a song uh, called Big Love. It was actually like probably the first song that this group played together um, and kind of worked out together and recorded. And um, actually it is because the background vocals on that are still home recorded from my computer that I just ended up giving to the engineer. Being like, use all of this, and then we're gonna record over it. Um, so we had a had that song placed in a James Franco film, which is called Actors Anonymous, and it was released at um, Tribeca Film Festival in January, I think January or February of this year. Then the, whenever that festival is, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. How does something like that come around? Do they just you know, do did you shop around for something like that, or did they just happen to hear you guys? Um, it was sort of. Uh, an interesting thing so uh the music supervisor for that film was uh like a panelist at a hybrid workshop music festival that we attended in houston and mm-hmm. that is called springboard south and they are definitely about trying to get you know momentum going and a career going so i kind of um they were doing sort of a workshop and i raised my hand i was like i would like to share a song you know and uh so i showed them and then after that uh i was like hey man I would love to send you that song, you know, and and he's he was uh, his name is Scott Velasquez and he's been extremely supportive of us. So um, it was sort of a connection made when we went down there. And um, because he's a music supervisor that now he sort of is like, I have some projects I'm working on, you know, and let me know if you have new music. And so it's kind of been a good connection to have. Where exactly in the film is it? Is it like a credit song or is it in? somewhere so the credits, right? it is but it is actually as the film is coming to a close okay. so it's the va- last oh, cool. moment of the film and then the credits roll type of thing so the last moment happens and the song starts and then the credits start rolling so it's sort of that it, it's a good placement for no, it yeah, for and sure so and it's definitely you know audible i assume yes it's um it's the loudest they just turned it way down they yeah. just turned it way down well sometimes that's what they were saying they were well, like you need to have all these different versions because it might be playing in the background on the radio and you won't really hear it but we exactly. need a certain length i was we had uh friends who had their music and like i think they had like three songs something ridiculous like that and i was just like oh shit that's crazy and it's like some taylor lautner movie oh, and that's right i was just like oh wow that's gonna be awesome and then what ended up like they're it's still an achievement i'm not taking anything from them but like it was like they're like a blues rock band and uh it was like a uh, like taylor lautner walks into like a garage his car is getting fixed and like the mechanic just in the background has a radio playing their music so it's definitely nice to have it as like kind of the closing especially you know okay you're leaving the you know the cinema just like that's what you heard right you know that's the last thing it's you all heard. the way up and, that's cool yeah and it's like really yeah. for sure yeah it's a big moment in a movie i think you know yeah the final <laughs> final lines <laughs> i are like said. to pick love for a big moment movie just so big that they could put our song at the end that's right? definitely that what <laughs> that's what james I mean, it's a good thing to, uh, that's a good thing to like to think yeah <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> That's why they only play once a month, man. <laughs> the movies take time to write. 
So uh, I don't know how this this went completely over my head, um, but so you, you guys play live with in ears, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I hate using them, but yes. Yes. we're nodding. So all of them nodding. You guys posted a you guys posted a a promo video. I think it was for the single, and, or maybe it was for when you released the album uh, release date or something. But it was it had video of you guys playing at the Jago House, and you guys had your in ears in. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a fucking band play at a house show with in ears. <laughs> I don't know how I completely missed you guys playing this show with in ears, but how yeah, did that happen? I'm yes. actually it did. It's really I, just for the. It's so that we can have loops and things happening. Right. Well, I don't know about them. I'm actually just listening to books on tape. <laughs> Most of what we're playing through there is just, just use a click through there so that right. everybody can be on the same page with that's what I, that's looping what I figured. things without. When you want to loop things that are kind of nebulous and atmospheric, and there's no. It's one thing to like loop a guitar riff, yeah. and everybody can just play to that. But a lot of the stuff that's getting looped is not like that. They're more just textures and pads and things. And so having everybody using the click track in their ear just keeps us all on the same page. Plus, yeah, and then we click. don't have we're also able to eliminate a lot of stick click count ins and audible oh, count ins yeah. and things. So we can have pads and atmosphere building and then everything drops at the right moment together without any kind of a click in or gotcha. audible count in. Mm-hmm. And it's also like I mean I I it just some of the backgrounds play or is it just click in the I'm asking yeah, because I hate both. to use them, so I don't use them, and then they're like, use them. And then I'm like, no. <laughs> so it's a little both. Yeah, there's a little bit of both. Some well, sounds in the SPD will come through there as well. But so it's not. we're certainly not running like a monitor mix to everybody. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. There was, I was like, there's no way this is like a monitor mix, but I know yeah. because, because you guys have so much stuff going on. I was like, this, this, is, this is crazy that, like, I mean, it makes sense you guys do it like at most places, and it makes sense why you guys did it at a house venue, but I was like, this is weird. I've <laughs> well, never it's... seen this before. <laughs> like it's in our rehearsals, we just use the click in a speaker. So we, yeah, it just yeah. simplifies it so much to everybody play to a click. Yeah. So when we rehearse them, we just play the click through a speaker, and then we really only use the in-ears when we play out, and we don't want to have the click yeah. blasting through the PA. This uh, <laughs> podcast is actually being recorded to a click right now. Yep. We're all wearing in-ears. <laughs> yeah. And we're all on tempo. Yeah. <laughs> Most of what you've heard thus far has been a looped uh, loop station pedals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can really good. Pre-recorded these. Talk so, points. Um, back to the new album for a little bit. So it's named Icarus. Is there a specific reason why it's named that, or just hey man, it sounds cool? Um. Well, the the first track on it is named Icarus. Mm-hmm. Um. That's sort of our title track, and um. I like that imagery a lot. That song itself means a lot to me, and so um, it was. It was sort of between Icarus, human, or those were probably the two biggest ones, and both of them kind of kind of mean the same thing as far as uh, thinking. It's sort of the idea of like Icarus. So, do you know? Should I tell the story of Icarus? You should do you, because, because I'm done pretending like I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, like I I know one point in my life I knew the story of Icarus, but now wait, is that the one? The wings? Just let her tell the story. <laughs> you you you're getting there. Yes. Too close to the sun. Yes. So Hell yeah. Don't tell anyone now. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. So Secret essentially, time. without like you know breaking it down to like a storytelling session, Icarus and his father were trapped in this labyrinth um, on this island, and um, 
what I won't go into the backstory of you know gods and, and that goddesses, labyrinth but it, she's it's got a, it in Denton yes um, <laughs> it, it, this is a Greek myth for anyone who didn't know that who's listening um, and so essentially they were trying to escape and his father Daedalus said oh well I have this great idea and we'll, we'll craft these wings out of feathers and wax um, and so they crafted these big wings that it's actually a bad idea Icarus well <laughs> it ended up being a terrible idea that Icarus and his father could use to fly off the island instead of you know dying in, in the labyrinth and um, his father said well don't fly too too low or they'll get wet and they'll you'll sink to the bottom of the ocean don't fly too high or they will melt from the sun and you will fall into the ocean and he got overzealous and thought too much of himself and he flew too high and higher and higher and higher until his wings melted off and he crashed into the ocean and died um and for some reason i love that imagery like <laughs> i don't know what it is but i think um the the name kind of came from like wanting something so much and yet having to keep it balanced so that you don't um you want to try hard and not put yourself too low, but you don't want to also go too high and just sort of like drown, yeah. really. And and human was sort of a, a similar thing because the whole thing is, you know, did Icarus think he was like some kind of Greek god now? You know, he's he's yeah. just a human. And so we almost named it human actually for a very similar reason of just realizing I'm just human. And so naturally the album artwork is you with wings. It is. that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that took a lot of... I worked with a ton of different designers and a lot of them couldn't make that happen. See, your shirt is dope right now. Look at those wings. Thank you. Can we not talk about can we not talk about it? We don't need it. I like that shirt. We don't need to talk about Coheed this episode. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not talking about Coheed like every episode. <sighs> Do you know what my cat's name is? Cambria. Coheed? Cambria. It's oh. a girl. Come on, man. I guessed that. Stop assuming. Why do we have to be gender specific? It's 2017. Okay. It's just look, a good just name. Okay. Look, look, look behind you. There's there's Coheed Cambria. Oh, man, I just gotta look at her eyes. She really does. Cambria. Know. Oh, that is dope. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. I've kind of. I don't really like that poster because look at her arm. The other arm. It kind of looks like a snake. Yeah, listener. The one on the side. Well, okay. I'm editing this out. <laughs> and plus, Andrew got up anyways. It does, but I like that. Yeah. Apparently that's an expensive uh, flag. Uh, I'm part of this fan group. What? You don't like it? No, I don't. I I just got it because I needed something on my wall. What? Let's stop talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) I can go on about it. Uh, So uh, you guys, uh, you shot a music video for a song. We did. It was cool. Can we have a a hot scoop? scoop? It hasn't been released yet. That is a hot scoop. Yeah. That was shot by Travis Beverly. And and that guy rules. And he shot he's awesome. a music video for Terra Collective too. And he's amazing. We love you. Who's Terra Collective? That's the shitty band that plays with Polyphia. They both suck. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no. It's Andrew's no. band of his own. Can we restart? <laughs> music video. <clears throat> so you guys uh you shot a music video for <laughs> For uh, a song on your album, give me a hot scoop. <laughs> we did shoot a music video. Um, we shot it with Travis Beverly. Bever- Beverly. Oh, Tra- not Barker, not Travis no. Barker. Be- Beverly. Okay, Tra- Beverly. Beverly. And he's awesome. We actually 
planned to start at 8 p.m. one night. We started about 9 or 9.30 p.m. And he left my house at 3 a.m. So he was dedicated and we really appreciate him. Is that how long music videos normally take? I feel like they would take a lot longer. I feel like we did it very quickly. Because I felt like you were going to say like 8 p.m. to 8 p.m. I think that's also a testament to him, though. He had a really clear concept of what he wanted to do with us and that song. And he came in like real prepared and was great about just directing us about what we need to do. Because none of us have really had too much experience in a, you know, a scenario like that. So he just came in just really quickly, took charge and was like, hey, do this. I mean, literally all that you guys have posted are just pictures of you guys in front of white sheets, which... uh, Gives us nothing. Nobody oh, knows yeah. what the video's about or anything. Nobody gonna, knows. It's going to be Casper-themed. Oh, sweet. A secret. <laughs> so. No, we uh, we don't really have a release date on that yet, but it's hopefully going to be very soon. So yeah. stay tuned, everyone. Sweet. I don't think I got a hot scoop, but... You got a hot scoop? I'll take oh, what, What's we, my hot scoop? Should we tell Baby, I came secret? at you with some lukewarmness, at least. Yeah, that, yeah. that's cool. I'll take it. <laughs> you don't want to get too spicy right scoop. now. It's well, not even 2 p.m. We'll yet. We'll give you this. It's for the song Drowning. There we go. It That's a hot scoop. It involves water, and I may have showered with my clothes on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know I think what Drowning is. Can you explain that to me? Drowning is <laughs> out one of our songs. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just want, it's for I want to go the concept of dying uh, underwater. <laughs> okay. I think I follow. Um, <laughs> with water generally. Yeah, I just want to go through the track list and just explain each one because I don't understand. What is human? What is that? Are we do? Are we doing album Wait, commentary really? now? Yeah, we're doing a bit. That's what we're this doing. This is a <laughs> shitty bit. Yeah, it really is. But no one's saving me here. Oh. Her and me are working on it, and that's it. And I'm not even sure she's following it. <laughs> you're, I'm stressed. Because you're doing out. a shitty bit. All right, I'm gonna derail this real quick. I'm going to derail this real, real quick. Mike. What's up, baby? You've been mentioned on this podcast multiple times. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's for something. We had a discussion I, about this the other night. We did, I, but, you don't, but you don't know what it is. Did when you I tell was, Mike he couldn't listen to the I told episodes. him he couldn't listen to the episode. I was told I, wasn't a, I was able to do any homework coming into no, this whatsoever. No. Uh, Jackson's very scared to be in the same room as you. Yeah. <gasps> uh, I, I, I like Coheed and Cambria, too, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people do. Why there, is there, there fear? There, there, there was an, uh, an incident, or maybe two. Maybe, I promise I'll keep maybe, my hands to myself too. Maybe three. There maybe was three, three. <laughs> where, uh, where <laughs> you Andrew, almost. Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you, you almost hit Jackson with your car. <gasps> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> three times, and I really, I asked as soon as they said, three "Hey," times? because we have a group chat. Uh, don't feed the artist does and like we were all talking like okay well let's have tomcat on there about to release an album and i was like except i have to do it remotely and there i was like wait will mike be there i was like fuck from like three miles away (laughs) yeah wait can you explain were these three separate times was it the same night three separate times i just it's crazy it's three most people in denton have only like almost been hit by mike like once or twice (laughs) yeah And so here's Baby, I'm sorry. I just get real passionate, and sometimes I just don't know how to handle these emotions as they come. And so I just, I you know, I just it's just my foot on. it's stream of conscious, baby. Since Shut my eyes and let Jesus take the wheel. Unless you want me to go over all three, the the best one I think is the first time, and oh, no. I it's kind of something cool happened of it. There's silver lining, and uh, so uh, you know, just walking on the square at maybe 3 a.m. You know, just leaving somewhere, and. Uh, I'm walking, there's like no one, no traffic, nothing, and my girlfriend and I walk across the street, and we have the right of way, and 
I turn and there is a car maybe like a foot away from me and it, like slamming on their brakes. Oh, no. And this is one of those moments where I was like, okay, I'm going to get hit. <laughs> what do I do here? And so, and it's cool that I know this about myself now. My choice was to just push my girlfriend as hard as I could. Hey. And then you and I just lock eyes and just kind of smile at each other and then walk off <laughs> so that that happened and i it, it was one of those things where i wasn't even like man this guy fucking almost hit me and i was mad it was more like man i go to a good amount of jazz nights and see him it's not that we know each other but i hope he doesn't remember this <laughs> well so, i hope he does i like how you added that you had the right away for the lawyers yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's an important part of the story because I'm a stickler about that thing. I never cross streets unless I have like that little walk sign. Really? I oh. really don't. I, you don't want to be a pedestrian. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't cross streets unless I know Mike Luzecki is coming up real quick in his car. <laughs> <laughs> what sucks about those things is you, they, sometimes they have the yield, you know, they have the green light turn. Yeah. And, you know, if, some, if somebody cross, it's not always completely clear. In those yeah, situations. no, it definitely is. It, and, Baby, I'd say that's more of a testament to you. You're just coming in just just with all this beauty, and I don't know how to handle myself. So, I've, been, uh, I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting. I'm for glad this it moment. wasn't as climactic as Hagen thought it was. Oh, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. So, <laughs> so when uh, when Mike was when I'm going to refer to you as you now. Uh, so when you were uh, late to the podcast, we were. Uh, uh, I was pretty excited that you weren't going to show up (laughs) not because i didn't want you here because i was like man i just don't want this to be a thing because we talked about this with horace when he was on and then we talked about this on the terror collective episode so that was fun (laughs) so you've been mentioned and now it's finally now it's done we don't have to talk about about it anymore he can apologize and you can say i forgive you we yeah let's do that i I, I apologize mike for walking in front of your car (laughs) I forgive you, Jackson. Wait, no. I thought it was going to be a little harder to move forward so, and make it believe, but it looks like we're knocking it out of the park yeah, right now. Now Maybe. we can talk about Coheed and Cambria. Is that what we're doing now? Oh, is that what we weren't allowed to talk about on here now? Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about okay. it. You, want, you, you guys want to do Shit. a bit? I guess. <laughs> All right, tour stories. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Um, so when Andy Marine started this podcast, he had this idea to bring on uh, bands who were on tour and while well, they're like stopped in Dallas or Denton and whatever. And we just decided to do local bands mostly now, which is fun. Um, but so we, yeah, it's easier. Um, but so we, 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 we like to get uh, favorite tour stories, highs and lows. It can be with this band. That's great. If it's, if you have a low or a high with a different band, that's also awesome. Andrew doesn't get to talk. <laughs> We've already heard yours. <laughs> so yeah, whoever wants to start favorite tour, favorite tour stories, highs and lows. Pull up your spot. You can you can, you can you can start with either one. My low is probably playing our debut at South by Southwest with a broken hi hat pedal Oof, because they insisted they were backline gear. And then oh, yeah. everything would be cool. They and then gave like you broken gear moments before. Yeah, downbeat, like when we're running up there to start our set. And I'm like dropping cymbals on the stands and getting ready to go. I went to step on the hi-hat and like the pedal board of the hi-hat stand is just snapped in half. And so, and the response was kind of like everybody acted like, oh, like it must have just happened or something. But I look at it and it's got like 
years of duct tape wrapped around <laughs> the snapped pedal board part, like as though that would do it. So that kind of sucked. You know what? That was the same show where simultaneously as this is happening, I realized that the power supply for my vocal effects pedal is out, and that's when I started using Mike's extra power supply, which is not really the same polarity, I guess. The, that was a rough or, or no, it's, it's not the same voltage, yeah. and so it would be like just doing random things at random times, and then I, yeah. That was our South by debut. Well, and then we, we played a second show after that, but... So yeah, like for, on for the drummers listening, that means... Not only can I not like step quarter notes or anything like what I'm used to doing on a lot of these songs, like Icarus, there's like without the hi hats quarter notes out of the foot, there really isn't much pulse to that song. And so, but also, it means you can't play the hi hats tightly closed with that thing broken. You pretty much just can have the, the weight of the top hi hat symbol just kind of sitting on the bottom one. So, there is no tightly closed hi hat for the entire set, and there's also no stepping it closed. So, that was a that's probably my low point for that trip. That is the most uh, tame low I think. That's yeah, pretty mild. Yeah, that, that was yeah. that. That was that's. I, I had a similar thing where we when we when me and Jackson were on tour, we 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 played in Austin. And then Jackson, me and Jackson and were on tour, and hi. um, <laughs> and I, I left my hi hat stand at, at the venue in Austin. We get to San Antonio, and it's I'm Jackson like, shit. Where is it? And then they gave me their spare hi hat stand. And it's the worst. It was. It couldn't. It couldn't adjust. It was at the lowest. The lowest yeah. height. <laughs> You couldn't raise it up. So you were playing like Connor Kent. Yeah, I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was playing like, just like just right next to each other. Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> the was snare awful. in the hat. Wait, did, wasn't that like I don't? Did you end up doing that that night? But end up making like a little makeshift stack to like. I was gonna do that, but okay. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't do like an open hi hat stack, and like I closed. So that was your stack. lowest uh, <laughs> tour story with Tomcat, right? <sighs> <laughs> just, just having right, a conversation. Um, We're just having a conversation. I don't know. Down the line, Sorry. Trent's I mean, not going to have one. Everyone has been on tour. With it us. doesn't yeah. have to be with this group, yeah, but like, just in before. general. But also, not everyone has to talk. Like Andrew doesn't have to talk. Can I tell the story he told on the other podcast? Though, yeah, because no that's one probably my love. That's okay. <laughs> oh wait, is that sarcasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, no, go t- tell it. <laughs> um. So emotionally, probably. One of the lowest lows was story. a non-specific venue in a non-specific city. Yeah. Here's a story. Here's a story about a place in a town. That is very Basically, humid. Basically, I had hit up every single venue in that city. I hit up 30 bands, and I was like, coming through here in a while. And it was not super soon. I mean, it ended up that we booked this last minute because of the fact that I had hit up Every venue, every venue, name a venue, I, I hit up at that venue. Venues, promoters, bands. We want to play a show. We want to open for you. What, you know, what can we do? What can I, I would go on the calendar. I, w- I did everything you're supposed to do. And I followed up. And every single person that I hit up said, no, we don't want to play a show with you. So we ended up playing a show at probably the worst venue I've ever played at with. Was it Fitzgerald's? It was not Fitzgerald's. Okay. Um, this place smelled like a garbage dump. And it was a terrible show, and the I only... I think it kind of was a garbage dump. 
There, I mean, there was <laughs> trash well, everywhere. Like Compost pile, more right? Yeah, I mean, so we were, there. were playing at the Jago house, ve- obviously. <laughs> 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 it was, it was Basically, like, was a garbage dump. <laughs> I brought an artist from Austin who wanted to play with us, and he was really excited. And then I was like really more embarrassed because I couldn't manage to put the show together. But um, anyway, so this band, local band that was supposed to be there, um, they played, but it was like basically just their rehearsal time, maybe. And they were all dressed like different fruits and vegetables, physically, from head to toe, in puffy costumes like different fruits and vegetables. And I, I don't know. And there was no one there also was the thing. So we were just watching each other play. And it was really disheartening. Like, that almost yeah. made me, like, want to stop music. You, yeah. you haven't lived until you've had a bunch of dudes in fruit and vegetable costumes as your audience watching <laughs> you play your set. Screaming, fuck no, GMO. And vibing yeah. you, too. And, like, GMO, I think and I like vibing you, too. Fuck like, no stand there with GMO. arms crossed, like, We're, vibing your set. And you're like, you're dressed as asparagus right like, now. Like, what's up? costume, yeah. So that was really frustrating. Also, like, I know for them it was frustrating because they are like, why are we playing this? But for me, it was like, I've tried everything and not one single person in this city has been supportive or gave a shit at all. Yo, but then yeah. after that, we went to go to get a hotel room that we had and they were like nah oh. fuck y'all <laughs> oh they didn't get it yeah. which is by the way that i've had time cool, to sit man. on this story and think about it i have we i have showed up to hotel rooms at like four in the morning and literally they have been so nice like hey you're getting in kind of late do you want late checkout and i was like yeah i didn't know that was a thing but hell yeah i'm gonna <laughs> sleep as late as i can stuff like right. that <laughs> man well, oh yeah. So, so the thing is with this for people who haven't listened to this prior episode, um, we after the show that was like so terrible, we um, got so we're like I'm we're f- broke. We sounded we're, great. We're flat broke. We just sound good. <laughs> we're like flat broke. We have no money, and like um, we have this hotel room that had been booked a while ago, like on points um, that my dad had like gifted us. Like I'll I'll g- give you some of my hotel points and thanks we're so broke and they like wouldn't let us check in because it was too late and the thing was i tried to check in then she was like no you have to have this special piece of paper because someone else i don't know it was like such a mess and then we got back and she was like okay i can do it now but now it's too late and we couldn't check in and it was like four in the morning at this point and i was just like about to lose it you know when you see someone and like they're just like their eyes twitching and tears are about to come out and then i'm pretty sure like that was the night Mike and Johnny I think you guys like called around found a hotel room someone just like booked it and it was in between a strip club and like a gun dealer yeah we were like we're going to sleep that's all we can do it was the thing where they pretty much it was like if you book a hotel for Friday night and then go play your gig Friday night and roll in like Saturday morning at 3 4 a.m. where they're like we had we're here for our reservation they're like oh no you had a reservation for Friday like it's, it's Saturday now. Saturday. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, it was to stay through the night. And they're like, well, but th- to come for your Friday reservation, you would have been like Friday up till midnight or one or two or whatever it would have been, but like not four. They're like, this is Saturday now, and you don't have a reservation for Saturday. And if you'd like to make one, oh, we're all full. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It was that kind of a deal. Sorry, we don't have any available rooms. Like, well, you have the one that we booked, and we didn't come to, and they're like, yeah, well, you don't have a reservation for that. Yeah, she was like, you can't have that room because it was booked, but it was, it, you know, it was a no-show. We're like, it was We're here right us. now. Like, Shout out yeah. to hospitality. It was awesome, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, that was, that made me feel so shitty. <laughs> I oh. mean, that's the beauty of touring, though. Like, you gotta have 
probably you won't have that moment where you're like, yeah, this is there's a good reason I'm doing this, but you're definitely going to have at least one moment where you're like, wow, fuck this. Yeah. I never yeah. want to <laughs> see these people I'm around ever again, yeah. and I don't ever want to do music again. Yep. That's yeah. part of it. It makes yep. you stronger. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Any other uh, tour stories? You guys got highs? Yeah, Basically, that. we're just down in the dumps right now. <laughs> 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 just kidding. Uh, tour sucks. It's, it's Mike's turn. I'm not allowed to talk. It's Mike's <laughs> turn. I'm skipping Andrew. I'm going to use my turn to allow Andrew to talk. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. It is. I think high-wise, just so we can not end on the, uh, a if bad foot. talk about some highs, I got some indicas, I got some... <laughs> is just that uh, I think sometimes we play shows in random cities and we're like, okay, nothing's going to happen. It's going to whatever. And then it ends up being like people are really into it. That's how when we played Austin during South by where it was like it was packed just because of the time of year. But also people were like genuinely into it, buying T-shirts like out of my backpack on the side of the road, like yeah, really, really cool. cool stuff. And uh, and actually some of those it, there was this one specific group of sorority girls actually who were really into it they all bought like extra extra large t-shirts so they could cut them up and whatever and um, they all still follow me on Twitter or us I guess the Twitter the Tomcat account wow. to this day really and like they like yeah. like what really Smart taking claim of the Twitter now well I yeah I know but I mean it's like you know they she actually follow it. us and like they're I don't know they like stuff Twitter That's sucks, good. I but... Think for a touring high, how about this? When you go out and do some dates and you're sad and you hate everything because people are wearing vegetable costumes and nobody's <laughs> trying to let you in your room. But then you come home to Denton and play like Andy's or something and it's like super lit. Oh, yeah. And it's a really warm reception. And then you don't quit music. That's true. <laughs> that's a, that's maybe don't. the high that you should put in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, Hagen doesn't look ready for this next section. So I didn't know if we were doing it right away. God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stare at my cat seconds. walking away. Calm down, you fucking She's asshole. just walking. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Yes, Zelda. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm just waiting for what's gonna come next. That's why my, 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 not my, that my exciting. Girl, my girlfriend does a good impression of it, right? Take your expectations. What? Yeah. Just that was, that was my girlfriend's impression of it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's amazing. A peek behind the curtain. No guys. one's ever actually noticed that before oh or asked gosh. about it or talked about it. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about what we're listening to now. So everyone pull up your Spotify's and your musics, and we're going to talk about what we're all listening to. Or yeah. don't pull it up. Use your brain. Use your brain. So that's fine. I'm listening to you. So we'll start, and then we'll get around to you guys. So... Should we just name a couple or whatever? As much as you want. Whatever, whatever you want to talk about. We've had people who really get on a soapbox here and just keep going, and it's just like, man, <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, uh, I have it's, been. It's your duty to find out who that is. <laughs> I, I have been listening to uh, the new Foo Fighters record. Uh, there it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, <clears throat> been listening Ooh. to uh, because of the producer of the new Foo Fighters record. I, I, was, I was I was listening to his band, The Bird and the Bee. How is that? Really good. Okay. You didn't yeah, like it I though. Know. I played it at my house and you didn't like it. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. That, that does that. Hey, they have that Hall and Oates album, right? Got a, oh. my uh, cat no, trying to fuck up a guitar that. bag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. Yeah, but like I, I, I can never trust when Dave Grohl is saying, "Oh, this band's amazing." Because I've listened to some of them, and I'm like, "Wow, 
I don't know what you're hearing here, but yeah, I'll check them out again. No, I, I mean I like I, I like it a lot, and then I, uh, the new Contortionist album is really good too. That Man, one. I feel like you've said that a thousand times. Well, no, 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 because I, I was I was listening to Language for a while, oh. um, and then they just released a new album. So oh. both those records are the shit. Yeah. So uh, I've been um, going to see the National soon, so I've been listening to their new album. Uh, I'm really happy I get to see them in New York, where they're from, uh, and then. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to spell, spell this one, Adam, but uh, this Icelandic folk singer that I just found, his name's Auskier. Uh He's really good. Uh, he's actually playing in Dallas when I'm going to be in New York, so that's that's a bummer. Hmm. What about you, Adam? I've been listening to Landlady, because they're about to come through Denton. Yeah, yeah they are. Um, and then the Foo Fighters album and Queens of Stone Age also to prepare for the festival. I listen to that. Well, it's already happened by the time this is up. Yeah, but that festival's gonna rule. Yeah, boy. What about you guys? Uh, recently, all right, we got Earl Sweatshirt, Boys to Men. Yeah. Um, Boys to Men. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, yeah, for sure. Thundercat, of Hell course. Yeah. Uh, Submotion Orchestra. That's one not everybody's probably into. Uh, and Bad Bad Not Good, which I'm really sad. They're going to be in Dallas this weekend. I'm not going to be able to go. I've got a show. Dude, they're rad. I saw them at in, in Austin. They were sick. Yeah. I There's still like, tickets available if somebody hears this and wants to go. Actually, this will be out after it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, like shame bucks, on you. you can go. Shame on you for not going to support a band all the way from Canada. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Shitty of you. <laughs> um, I got to write that down. Submotion. Submotion Orchestra. Yeah, they're from the UK. Really good. Um, I have been listening to a lot of stuff, but I like uh, Little Dragon just dropped a new single that is. Mm, that's gonna be my answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've been listening to Fork, the group with uh, yeah Mike Lee good stuff, and um, Arcade Fire. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you see them? No, I totally missed it. Were you there? Can I interrupt real quick? Go for this it. This is okay. I don't hate Dallas, but that was the shittiest crowd at no. a show ever. And so during uh, the song Neon Bible, which is like a really acoustic, acoustic slow song, and they have really upbeat, loud songs. So even if people are talking, you can't hear it. But this is just Wynn Butler and an acoustic guitar and maybe a little kick drum. People were talking through it, and he finished the song, and he goes, well, that's the first time that anyone's ever talked through that song. And I was just like, holy shit. And this was at the American Airlines Center, like uh, an arena of people. And he, he starts shit-talking Dallas. And I was like, honestly, I'm on hey. your side here, dude. Yeah. Like, it was really, like, Damn. they played amazing. Shout out to Arcade Fire. And, Who totally listens. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they <laughs> did mention. I'll, I'll end this little tangent on a up that sucks. beat or whatever. And he, uh, when Butler said, I want to dedicate this set to the one person here who came to see us at Trees because that night, which was like five or six years ago, they said maybe longer than that. Definitely longer than that. But they were saying like they played at Trees and they were like three hours late because their bus broke down. Yeah. And it was like a sold out show, but they still came and it was an amazing show. So that was pretty cool. Wow. But yeah, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you're good. I was going to name one more. Uh, I really like um, the Christian Scott album called Diaspora. It's part of like a three album series. I think he's coming out with the third soon, but it's it's very hip. Um, uh, I mean, he's a jazz trumpet player, so um, 
but I'm really into like the it's got a lot of hip hop influence in there too. Um, I think that's something we draw on as a band. Um, so yeah, diverse stuff, as diverse as I can. I'm keeping it. So I'm the terrible person who just listens to the same artists over and over and over again and have been doing so for like 10 years. So I'm going to name those and then I'm going to name some songs I really like that I just found and I don't know if they're new. Um, so first of all, I listen to Little Dragon like every single day of my life. It's my favorite band. And I really like Banks as well. We just saw her. Andrew and I went to see her with some friends and it was amazing. And um, let's see. Sylvanesso is also amazing that is my shit so a couple songs that i recently found that i think are amazing are um pharaohs by subtract featuring roses gabor i don't know Mm. i don't know that last name this song by rack or rac i'm really not sure and there's one more that is so good um Let's say uh, Like a Hunger by Wilma Archer. So those are three songs that you really need to check out because they're great. I like how that felt like you were limiting yourself. Like you really had to, I I can't, this is enough. I'm basically constantly adding to this one playlist of like these super groovy songs that I love. And, but then I just continually only listen to that playlist. So it's a problem. She's focused. I've been listening to uh, that Zeliac EP that came out like years ago. I just came back to that which is awesome uh the new circus survive which i'm not totally sold on yet but for some reason that's how it always is with the circus survive record you just listen to it the first time you're like i don't know but then you love it um this dude named jacob zatecki who is just like this monster guitar player put out this ep that is super tasteful and amazing um and that's it <laughs> I forgot to mention Polisa. That's also another favorite band. But they've been slowing down lately, which is sad. Okay. Your turn's Your turn. over. Sorry. What about you, Mike? <laughs> End us off with a bang. Mm, baby. <laughs> baby girl. First of all, I want to apologize again for almost taking your life. I thought I was a <laughs> Because I'm still sitting over here and just <laughs> trying to sort through some emotions right now. You're forgiven. What's up, baby? I think there should be three apologies for the three incidents. <laughs> Although, Agreed. that's true. The, hey, well, I don't well, need we'll, y'all's input, okay? We'll get between em, me and Jackson. We'll right? get them when we have all 20 of his other bands on here. We'll get at least one apology. An apology for each one? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's warranted. <laughs> I see you. I apparently well, didn't you see did you that see night. <laughs> hey, I was getting there. Don't take my joke, okay? I was setting myself up. <laughs> all right? You had your turn to talk. It's mine. I did <laughs> Over those rules for this one. No, and I was so happy we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we, we normally for this segment, there's a there's a rule that you can't interrupt anybody. Because I I happened to say it one time. There was girls on the podcast. I was all flustered, and I happened to say no one interrupt each other. And now Hagen's a dick about it. <laughs> you were a dick about yeah. that. I was. I really Thank was. You. No, I definitely what? was. No, no. That's my bad. <laughs> what do you what do you what are you listening to? I'm still finishing my apology with Jackson God. Hagen. I appreciate it. <laughs> if you uh, you want to interrupt me, and yeah, me, you know, kind of say my piece. Go ahead. All right. It's t- this podcast <laughs> is going to end, baby. But do we want it? Do we want it to? I got to go to work. Just a little bit. Actually, I, I got to go eat. I, see, I got a dentist appointment on. this afternoon. I got to go clean up these chompers, get them all pearly white. Uh, I have also been listening to the land. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Felt some people about to interrupt. Uh, I have also been listening to the Landlady album because that show is going to be real dope, and I'm pretty excited about that. They're coming the 23rd of this month to mm-hmm. Andy's. And some local a local band, Rue, is also going to be playing. And she's badass. Um, who else is going on? I just recently, it might not be new to anyone else, but to discover this dude, Daniel Caesar. Yeah. And that's kind of been. He, what did he do with uh, Chance the Rapper, right, recently? I think so. But he's a, he's a dirty bird. He's a dirty bird. I can confirm that because Mike's been playing it around the house. It <laughs> sounds quite nice. It's, it's real good. It's and you're just like, sitting like, at what his is house that? right outside his window. Just well, we live together. We, uh, so I come in, I'm, like, I'm like, what are you playing? What you got on? And he'll have he'll have that, that Caesar playing. It's, it's cool. <laughs> it's the theme song to Friends. <laughs> <laughs> then actually, uh, my uh, Bluetooth and aux in the car is a little a little busted. It's a little suspect. So currently, right now, I have in actual a, lo- a local Denton band, uh, Midlake. I've been listening to their last release, Antiphone, pretty on most of my drives now, and mm. that's that's nice. It's soothing to the ears. I don't think I've ever heard anybody refer to Midlake as a local band. I'm really happy that happened. <laughs> <laughs> They're from here. Well, yeah, they are. No, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I just think I've just never heard anyone say well, that. Well, they they have transcended local. Yeah. Local yes. love, but I would yeah. you know I'd like to say they all put their their roots into the yeah into I the mean, little D. They're definitely doing their thing around here. Um, anything else, Mike? Huh? Anything else? I just feel like I gotta apologize you to you again, but right, apologize so, to you uh, again. You guys got a uh, <laughs> guys album got album release coming up at Harvest House. Uh, you guys, it's like you, it, it's free by the way, so no excuses to not be there. Hell yeah! And then you also have Dome Dwellers and Sudi, which great. That's gonna be an amazing. Yeah, lineup. it's gonna be an That's awesome a stupid good lineup. Yep, <laughs> it's one of those. Awesome. Thank you. It's one of those lineups that as soon as I saw it, like I put it in our band calendar as like, okay, I'm not playing a show that night. I got to be there. Yeah. That's going to be too fun. Yes. It's a Thursday night too, so I don't give a shit, to man. People. That like, okay, I, <laughs> I didn't let you finish there. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I thought he was about to say it's a Thursday night, so please come out. I know it's a weeknight. <laughs> no, no, like it's he not going to conflict with your, your weekend stuff. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's the first time like I've so been genuinely people, embarrassed on the podcast. No, like, so fuck. many people that we know have they go out and work in Dallas on Friday and Saturday, so it's tough to make it's tough to make it to things that happen in Denton on the weekends. Man, that's the so we got first a real easy to that. hit Thursday night show. It's gonna be a rad show. I mean, the album's coming out a week before, right on yes. Friday the thirteenth. Yes, the album comes out Friday the thirteenth. I will also say that Robert Plant comes out with his solo album, and so does St. Vincent. So, like, listen to ours too. Please. I don't know why you. Please even also said listen that. to ours too. Because <laughs> I'll edit. Are that they out. hyping our album on their podcasts? There are no. No, other I'm hyping ours. Somewhere right now, giving an interview. Okay, talking about delete I know that. Delete that. <clears throat> Redo. Our album is coming out on Friday, the 13th of October, and we're super pumped about it. I'm not gonna delete that. <laughs> I'm just saying because it's like I keep hearing all of these other artists who are releasing albums the same day and I'm like damn it like ours is going to get lost in the shuffle I thought that was a great date but now it's just like yeah everyone's releasing an album that day it's it, it's it's a good date I think and I think I think it'll blow up well within like especially in like the, the, the DFW I think it'll like you know I, not, I don't think people are going to be posting on Facebook about like the new Robert Plant record I think they'll probably just see that on like their iTunes and go I guess I should listen to that but you know everyone's going to be sharing the Tomcat record so. I hope so yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, but then the actual show is on the 19th. So just yeah. to make that clear, the album comes out the 13th. Lots of time to listen so you can learn the learics and then come to the night the show on the 19th. Very smart. And just learn the drum along. beats. Yeah. So you just can air, air drum. drum at the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, screw do, singing do, along. Do, yeah. do you drums. play open-handed or do, do you cross-handed? Like, okay. Do you so, like when people air drum while you play? Absolutely. Oh, man. I fucking yeah, There's that. not enough of that. <laughs> That's how he draws inspiration. What's, what's, what's even a way more to re- identify like, a drummer or somebody that is into the drums if I see him air drumming? Somebody needs to air synth, Dave, I think Dave you, Farrell does yeah. that to me all the time, and it drives me fucking nuts. He does yeah. that to me all the time. I hate it. I, I think you it. messed up because Hagen's going to be like, really like in wherever your view site is. Are you going to air drum to the max? Be, oh, yeah. Just in your face. I like when I see people driving and air drumming. Oh, yeah. I'm like crossing the street, and there's a guy in his car is like air drumming. I like when, I, when like I see people driving and not about to hit me. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope he never lives that down. We should have like a personal but, counseling session. We could get that. <laughs> we probably need it. That's pretty much what this podcast is yeah. for the bands. We're actually waiting for y'all to just kind of saunter out so me and him can work through the rest of this. Yeah. Um, work through the rest of this. Where uh, you, you guys, guys have a. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. This is my Okay, I thought, okay, that loud that, bad. that loud noise was a phone dropping, and I thought the phone had, like, just crashed. No, Shattered. it's the screen protector is doing it. Thank God. Right, did great. So, uh, are you guys going to have physical at Spotify and all that stuff? We're going to have physicals yes. before the record, yes. Sweet. Oh, we are Let me to answer people. that question. We will... <laughs> <laughs> we will have the uh, physical copies of the record and T-shirts at our CD release show. But when it drops on the 13th, we will also have it on Spotify, um, Apple Music, iTunes, Bandcamp, where you can purchase it from us directly. And yeah, all the places. Yeah, just just go to Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Just, just go to Bandcamp. Yeah, I agree. Um, any... Uh, where where can people find you? You guys actually have a website, uh, you know we you do. you have social media. But do you do you want to tell them where they can where the listeners can find yeah. them? So uh, you guys can find them right <laughs> across the street from. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find us online on our website tomcatband.com. Also, that's tomcat with a K. But more likely, you'll be on social media. So it's at tomcat underscore band on Instagram, Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can find me Tuesdays over at Spiral Diner usually. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got always know, with the sunglasses on, right? Trying to, yeah. 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 except when I made him take them off for the music video, because someone's got rude. a lot of hate in their heart. <laughs> can we have a Tinder profile? We the should have a Tinder, Tinder profile. Whoa. And someone's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Like whatever, and then I'll be like, "Cool, come to the show." <laughs> <laughs> I was confused there for a second. I didn't realize you were talking about the band. I thought you were still talking about Mike and the sunglasses, so I mm. really wasn't following that. Uh, <laughs> we're about to get a Tomcat Tinder profile. If you want to date with the band, it's a thousand dollars. Who's writing our bio? Um, well, not the person who said that we're intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, where can they find us? People can find us at don'tbethereartist.com and the show notes for this episode at dfta.show slash 20. I have we gotten any more emails? No, you can't we, do the Walla Land episode. We don't get enough emails. I still want to do the bonus episode talking shit about La La Land. Fuck Write you. an email in. Fuck you. I need one email <laughs> and I will talk shit about anything that Hagen or Adam love, which seem to be the same things all the time. So it's either Foo Fighters or uh, La, La La Land, Land. or Sweet. each other. 
Yeah, just, I'll talk shit just, about both of those just things. Three things: Queens of the Stone Age, Foo Fighters, La La Land. I like Queens of the Stone Age, though. <laughs> well, you still have to talk shit about it. What do you have against Ryan Gosling? Uh, he looks at his feet while he dances, man. Who doesn't? You got to make sure you're not out here tripping. Emma Stone is a national treasure. Oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna end right there. Yeah.